We are so glad you joined us for this week's message from Radiance in Macomb, Mississippi. We hope that you are encouraged and challenged in your relationship with Jesus. Be blessed as you listen to this week's message. Have you, have you ever thought about all the things that you set out to do in a particular day? Uh, if you're like me and my family, most of us, when we have things that we want to do in a particular day, we have to set out and put a list before us to make sure that we accomplish each task one at a time. I think about grocery shopping. You know, if you if you don't sit down in those moments before you get ready to go, uh, you'll end up wandering around the grocery store for hours and get things that you don't need and forget things that you do. And when we get to this point in the, the narrative of Jesus being on the cross, uh, we don't get that sense about Jesus that he's going through a checklist in his mind. At At the moment that we find ourselves today, we find ourselves seeing Jesus make one of of his last two final statements, uh, the other that we'll look at uh, this weekend. But in this statement, Jesus utters words that are recorded in John chapter 19, verse 30. It says, when Jesus had received the sour wine, remember we just talked about his thirst, he said, it is finished. And it says that he bowed his head and he gave up. His spirit. Now, we talked a lot about the refreshing and the, the fulfillment that comes through what Jesus is accomplishing on the cross for us. And, and what's so amazing about all of this is that in the midst of all of the, uh, the tragedy that's taking place, Jesus never lost his focus on what he came to do. Where we have to remind ourselves on a regular basis of what we're going in the grocery store for, Jesus is agonizing, hanging on a cross, and he is remembering every single thing that was set before him that he was going to fulfill and never once had to think about it. And so when we see these straightforward three words, it is finished, it it seems simple enough, but it is a profound statement, a declaration that Jesus makes in the final moment that pertains to the work that his life has set out to do. You you may not be aware of it, but if you go back and you study throughout the Old Testament, there are some 300 prophecies, not three, not 30, but 300 prophecies that Jesus, through his life, his death, and his resurrection, he fulfilled. And in this moment, he's telling us that the fulfillment of what I came to do is at hand, all because he was willing. I, I, I always think about this because we, we look at this and we, we want to put our perspective upon it so often. And the perspective that you and I would have is, is like, whew, thank you, God, it's, this is finally over. We can, we can come down off this cross and we can finally rest. But that's not what Jesus is doing in this moment. Jesus is making a declaration of a completed work. Go back and look at what it says just prior to this when he took the drink of the sour wine. There's some intentionality to him being willing to take that drink. And the intentionality is he knows that he's about to make the last proclamation to the people in a loud enough voice. It's recorded in Matthew, Mark, and here in John, the words are actually uttered. It is finished. That he proclaims to the crowd. And then the final saying of Jesus is a personal one between he and the Father that's almost a whisper. 
But in this statement, he goes so far as to wet his mouth to allow the sour wine to go down his throat so that he can speak loud enough for everyone to hear him. And he cries out, is what Matthew and Mark say, in a loud voice, It is finished. What I told you I came to do is done. And he made sure that everyone that was still standing there on the side of that hill, every soldier, every official, every person who walked by and mocked and jeered at him, every loved one that was still standing at the foot of the cross, so that they would know when they looked back that everything that Jesus said in his final cry upon the cross publicly, that the work that he set out to do is finished. And so I ask you a simple question today. Have you heard his cry to you? Have you heard him say, the work is finished. It is finished. The sin in your life can be finished if you will place your faith and your trust in me and me alone. Because the work that he put upon the cross, while God the Father turned his back on the sin, that was my sin, that was your sin. The, the, the sin that separated him in those final moments and he could finally cry out loud, it is finished. And it, it's finished because he meant for it to be finished. He meant that every sin that you have committed, every sin that you will commit, is finished. There is going to be a covering for every one of those sins if you put your full weight upon him. Because he proved that he can not only handle it, but he was willing to handle it. So I ask you another simple question. Have you trusted Jesus with your life because he gave it for you? If you're listening today, don't miss the call of the Savior because you need to know the work is finished. The conquering of sin is done. You do not have to live in that place of a lie any longer. And, and it can be yours if you simply bring yourself back to the foot of the cross and say, Jesus, I give you every bit of it. Lord, I know that you and you alone can save me from the sin that's in my life. It's that simple. The work of Jesus is finished, not just from eternity past, but for your eternity right now. Will you trust him today? Thank you for joining us for this week's message from Radiance in Macomb, Mississippi. If you have made a decision to follow Jesus, would like to connect with a pastor, or would like to support the ministry of Radiance, you can easily do so on our website at radiancemacomb.com. We hope you have a blessed week.